This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. A lot to do here. We'll talk some college football this hour. Heisman Trophy, our thoughts on the latest odds coming up in about 20 minutes. Lightning best before games coming up in about 40 minutes. But let's go out to the guest line here. Michael Felder joining us, one of our favorites, talks some college football. And, Michael, boy, do we have a big one this weekend, Tennessee and Georgia. Now, it's interesting from the betting perspective, this number has dropped from about 11.5 down to 8.5. Tennessee money is coming in. I understand why. They have been electric. Uh, Michael, uh, what's your perspective here on this game and the money coming in on Tennessee? Um, do you think we're in for a close game on, on Saturday between these two? I do think we're in for a close game. I think the reality of this game, and this is a theory I've, I've – it's taken me years to figure it out. But the reality of it is is there are two different types of teams in college football. Or three. There's a team that wants to score tw- win scoring 24. Uh, that's Michigan. That's Georgia a year ago. Like, that's Alabama in 2014. They want to win scoring 24 and stop you. And then there are teams that want to score 40 every game, no matter what. We saw that a lot with Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley. We see it with Oklahoma even now. And USC now. And then there are teams that can score 40, but they only do it when they have to. And that's what Georgia is. That's what Alabama is. Obviously, we saw them 49-49 and then end up losing 52-49. to But I think we're going to see a game where Tennessee is a team that wants to score 40 every game. And they want to push the pedal to the metal. And they're going to make Georgia come with them. And that's the part in college football, based because of the rules, because of the talent, that's the part where you're going to have to chase them. And Georgia's going to have to run down Tennessee and pound them into the ground. But you got to catch them first. And that's going to be the hardest part of this football game. All right, Michael, get your popcorn ready for the first of six TV shows, and it starts tonight. Uh, we're going to get the, the playoff committee show. They, they waited now until November. Uh, what is the order going to be? Top of the board. All right, so I did this I did this on Friday. I did a prediction, and everything kind of worked itself out. So I think we're going to see Tennessee at number one. I think we're going to see Ohio State at number two, Georgia at number three. I think we're going to probably see TCU at four – or excuse me, Michigan at four. 
and then Alabama, then TCU and Clemson. So I think that Clemson is probably going to get the shorter end of the stick based upon who they played. But the reality of it is, is we're going to watch these guys all shake themselves out, right? Because Ohio State's got to play Michigan. And, and, and the only thing I didn't predict was the way that, that Oklahoma State got stomped out by Kansas State with a backup quarterback. I did not see that coming. But for the rest of it, we're going to see, again, it's going to be, we'll see how much respect they pay to each conference, and then we're going to get to see how much respect they pay to being undefeated versus, you know, a tight loss, which is what Alabama has kind of in their back pocket as, yeah, but our loss isn't that bad because this team's probably going to end up being ranked number one to start the CFP ranking. Michael, I'm curious, um, your assessment of what's going on with Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies. I mean, he's been catching L's every headline you look at, but the Aggies, they owe him a lot of money. So it's like, gosh, do they move on from him? What do you think happens for Texas A&M here? Well, they got deep pockets, which is that's always <laughs> a nice thing to have, right? Like it's always, it's great <laughs> to throw money at a problem, but if you don't know how to solve the problem, it doesn't matter. They've got deep pockets, and so if they want him gone, they can get him gone. But the reality of it is, is you got to take a step back and look at who are we? What are we as a team, as a program, as a, as a university? What are we? And that's the part that no one wants to do because everyone wants to believe. And this is, and Aaron, this is the big thing. Everyone wants to believe that they are who they think they are, right? Everyone wants to mm-hmm. believe we're one step away. We're one hire away. We're one recruit away. We're one quarterback away. The biggest thing for me with respect to Jimbo is supposed to be a quarterback guru. Quarterback play has been, quite honestly, garbage there um, over the course of the, his tenure. Um, he's, but he's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. Not happening. Um, it's great what you do on Sunday to Friday, but – uh, you institute a lot of things that you, you copied from Nick Saban. That's fantastic. But if you're not winning like Nick Saban, then who cares? And I think that's the biggest part here. And that's what they, – they got sold a bill of goods. I don't know if you guys talked to many Florida State fans, but Florida State fans are like, yeah, see, it's not good. He's not great. This is a guy that we were okay walking away from because – or having – we were okay with him walking away from us because it wasn't the same. Michael, I think we've asked every guest we've had on the last yet. But so the rankings come out tonight. You were, you were giving us your projection on how it might look the first round, and then it'll play itself out. But right now, we look at it. We have Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, TCU, all as undefeated. And then you have Alabama sitting there with one loss, ranked number six right now. Do you envision a scenario? Could you picture a scenario where by the end? Three SEC teams are in the college football playoff, Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama. Do you think that could happen? I think we're need. I think we we're going to need to see some other people lose for that to happen, for that scenario to happen, for Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama to happen. I think we're going to need to see some other people lose, whether it's TCU or it's Clemson or it's whatever it is. Uh, and Clemson, which, good grief, I can't – I just – listen, I'll be honest, did not envision myself saying this ever – but Clemson against UNC in Charlotte is going to be a very interesting football game if that's the way it shakes itself <laughs> out. Because UNC, the only thing they can do with Drake May playing a home game, Drake May went to Myers Park. He went to school 10 minutes from where the ACC championship game is. And it's, if that's the ACC championship game, 
it's going to be interesting to watch Clemson's defense battle that out. So, and that's a game they could lose, absolutely, and that could keep them out, and that could open up a spot, whether it's for a one-loss Tennessee if they lose this weekend to Georgia, or it's for a one-loss Georgia if they lose this week to Tennessee. And so that's going to be a very interesting prospect here, and that's assuming Alabama – uh, that like that's it's 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 all it's all nuts because if we have a one loss Georgia that means Georgia doesn't go to the SEC championship which means Tennessee and Alabama or Tennessee yes Tennessee and Georgia Tennessee and Alabama have a rematch which then we have a one loss Tennessee team in that situation and then it's because they're not going to lose to Vanderbilt good grief so it's all it's all convoluted and contri- like it's all crazy like the whole thing is really really wild so. I think there's a scenario where it can happen. I just don't know if we're going to get there because there are so many other factors playing on it. But, yes, as there, there is a scenario where we do get those three teams just kind of pushed in there, especially as we're on the kind of the heels of um, massive reconstruction with, or re, realignment when it comes to the Pac-12 with teams moving over, the SEC with teams coming in, and then obviously playoff expansion. Michael, I've got to uh, jump off the beaten path for a quick moment because Maction is back. Two games tonight, two games tomorrow, tonight, high total games. You've got Kent State favored by a touchdown against Ball State. The total is 62. And then Buffalo favored by a field goal at Ohio, total 58.5. Anything uh, that comes to mind that you'd like to share on tonight's two matchups? Well, the first thing is I think Buffalo is really good. I mean, this is a team, what are they, five and five? And, are they five and four or five and three? I think they're out of five. So maybe five and three. I think Buffalo is a good football team. They're undefeated in the league. I know that for sure. This is a team that uh, between Snyder and, and Cook, they've got this good balance of what they want to do and how they're able to do it. And so I, I think you've got to look at them. I think that that's a team that's going to go ahead and get the win, which is interesting. And, yes, Maxson is back, so – That'll be on that'll that'll be on mute on television while I am making dinner tonight because we had to we had to get through Halloween. Um, yeah, Kent State is an interesting team. They have it's Kent State. It, it, you know what Kent State feels like? They feel like a team. They feel like a Ferrari with a sixteen-year-old behind the wheel. <laughs> they can go so fast. And they could be mm-hmm. so dangerous. And it's, you're like, hey, man, maybe you should have just got a Honda Accord. Because right now what's happening, <laughs> yes, it's cool when you drive 85 down this street. But also, sometimes there's kids playing here and you shouldn't be doing that. And it just seems like they're, they're so mercurial as a team. And, like, watching them against Georgia and you're like, yeah, yeah, I love this. This is great. This is terrifying. What are you doing? And then seeing them against Washington, and it was like, oh, you're not, you don't know what you're doing. Why, why are you doing this? You shouldn't be doing this. There's a stoplight. Please slow down. And Kent State, to me, is one of those teams where they just – they've got to figure out how to control – how to harness the powers that they have. Does that make sense? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. I know you mentioned making dinner. I saw your homemade pitas with grilled chicken. Oh my gosh, he put this recipe in his newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to Michael Felder's newsletter because there's always some good information and then some nice recipes at the end. Uh, Michael, I'm curious, what other games that we haven't discussed um, on this week's slate uh, caught your eye that you're interested in? So this is a this is a meaty week because here, you know what's crazy? We haven't even talked about Alabama LSU, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, that used to be the game. Alabama and LSU. <laughs> I'm excited. I, that used to be the game, and nobody expects LSU to rise up and, and get anything done against Alabama, so that's going to be really interesting. Um, I will say on Thursday night, Coastal against App, I'm, very, I'm, I'm less excited about it than I was to start the season because App State's obviously taking, taking a couple tumbles. But Coastal against App State is going to be really interesting. I love that game. I think Oregon State against Washington on Friday – is also another game where, realistically, those guys are still in contention for the Pac-12. And they have an opportunity to go out and get a huge win. One of them does. And I, I love that as, as we get into November. And it's, oh, by the way, it's my birthday month, too. So I'm just going to say that. I, um, <laughs> I also, I also I am also going to say this, and this is something that nobody thinks about. Everybody talks about the Deep South's oldest rivalry, which is Georgia versus Auburn. But the South's oldest rivalry is UNC and Virginia. They've played for like 120 years. All right. Like that, they've been playing forever. And UNC, Charlottesville is a house of horrors for UNC. And I am very curious to see what this game looks like, especially after, after Virginia coming off a game against Miami that was one of the worst football games that you could ever watch. So I'm very curious to see what this game looks like. Um, you go down the list, obviously Tennessee, Georgia, we've already hit on. I am very curious to see what Michigan State and Illinois looks like. Mm-hmm. Michigan State is bad. And here's the good thing. My wife's not at home right now. I can talk as loud as I want about Michigan State and how bad they are. They're terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. And this, she, doesn't have to, she can't walk in the room and look at me and be like, please be nicer about my alma mater. I'm like, no, they're, they're, she's gone. They're bad. <laughs> and Illinois is slowly building up to what, what we all we, – do we expect anybody else to win the West? It's Illinois, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah, you're right about so. that. Um, all right, Michael, two-part question for you. One might be easier than the other. So, one, who would have your Heisman vote right now? Would it be Hennon Hooker or C.J. Stroud? And then, two, what's the turnaround time on those pitas? I just checked out the, the newsletter here, and I saw the picture. They look delicious. Like, how long does it take to get those – made because I, I want to try to, to replicate that recipe. So Heisman and then how long to make the pitas? Well, I'll go pita first, two and a half, three hours, right? So you get okay. 90 minutes, you get, you get it in 20 minutes, then you give it a 90 minute rest. Then you, you punch it down. Then you ball them up. Then you stretch, you let them rest for 30. Then you stretch it out. Then you can cook those things. And the best part is if you stretch, if you, if you put them in the balls, then you throw them in the fridge you, you buy yourself some time so that you can cook them fresh to order or fresh to serve, which is fantastic. And if you've got a grill top or a grill or a griddle or any of those things, you can cook six at a time. You can cook three at a time, whatever it is. So that's that. Now, 
who has my Heisman vote? If I had one, oof. Honestly, I'd still go Will Anderson. He's a remarkable game changer. But if I got to pick one of these two quarterbacks that you've offered up, ugh, I still also might go Bryce Young, honestly. I mean, 455 yards against Tennessee um, when they needed it to score 49 points, amazing. But to go just C.J. Stroud and just Hendon Hook, I'm going Hooker. I understand that his offense gives him a little bit more leeway, but I'm going Hooker. I'm going Hooker all the way, especially for a team that preseason nobody thought would be where they are. Yeah, and he could put the uh, the finishing touches on that this weekend. Uh, we always appreciate it, Michael. We'll check out the newsletter. The recipes always look delicious. Enjoy this week, college football. We'll catch up soon. Michael Felder on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. On the other side, our discussion on the Heisman Trophy in college football for this week. Tennessee and Georgia, that number is moving down. And is it Hooker or is it is it Stroud for the Heisman? That's next on the Beck UL Network. We'll be right back with.